0: We are in a perfect storm when it comes to individual disability insurance. There has never been a better time to be offering disability insurance solutions to your clients. Consider that there are an unlimited amount of prospects. There is virtually no competition. Products are better than ever, and compensation is at an all-time high. Doesn't that sound like a business opportunity in which you want to be involved? But there is no easy button to push. You still have to put in the work to have conversations with prospects and clients about the importance of protecting their income and their business. The DI Guys Podcast was created to share the best ideas, strategies, and concepts, so you can have these conversations to help you exponentially grow your DI sales. While they may have lost their hair, they have not lost their minds. Here are the DI Guys, Chris Carlson and Mike Cogdo.
1: Welcome to this edition of the DI Guys Podcast. I'm Chris Carlson. I'm here with my co-host and good friend, Mike Coggle. Mike, what's
2: going on in Denver today? Chris, good morning. Happy, uh, today actually is Monday, so happy Monday. Same thing that's been happening every week for the last eight weeks, seven weeks. Did a drive-by birthday this morning. I'm sure everybody's familiar with those. Have a copy, stick it out the window, say hello and a big cavern, a line of people, caravan, not a cavern, a caravan of people. Our school friends, obviously, were from our children, but these are adults parents of the children and yeah we had six seven cars so that's what we did beautiful sunny day looks like we're in for a great week i hope you have the same in the pacific northwest things are starting to change remotely here in colorado some small openings everybody's a little hesitant so i'm sure you have the same thing in in the pacific northwest so we'll just have to wait and see what happens but life goes on and we're going to continue to do um sales ideas and concepts for income protection, because that's what we do at this time of day.
1: That's right. Well, Mike, the last time we got together, we talked a little bit about the concept of protection when you need it, cash back when you don't. Because let's face it, one of the main objections that, that people give to us is, well, what if I pay all this premium for all these years and I never use the coverage? It's something that people have said to you, they said to me, as I said on our previous episode, you came up with a line, this probably goes back 15, 20 years ago, Mike, that I thought was just so spot on. So I'm going to kind of turn it over to you and tell everybody how you came up with it and then how you've approached it over the years.
2: Chris, thank you. It's, it, it is kind of funny and interesting. One is, its basic term is return of premium on disability insurance, and there were carriers, well, let's just say back in the day that that used this premium refund option. I actually am the owner of a premium refund, and I'll tell you how it happened. A long time ago, or around 20 years ago, maybe a little bit longer, I was working with a young friend of mine who was young at the time, just like me, and we were working in the physician market. I was helping him try to come up with marketing plans and ideas. And I said, well, the cool thing about this particular coverage is, is people have always said, well, you got to pay more for it. But I said, you know, pay more. But if you're a very optimistic person, it's like no I'm no different than anybody else. Well, what if I never use this? I get if I could if I could get my money back. And Chris, I think you would agree. If your house doesn't burn down for 25 years and you got three quarters of your premiums back over that 25 or 80 percent of your premiums back, would you pay extra to have that feature in your homeowner's contract right now?
1: There is no question. I would.
2: There is no question. And, and that's where this whole thing more from, um, from carriers. So this premium refund was around for a really long time. I'm going to give you basically the nuts and the bolts of how it works. There, and let's just say that you have a regular policy of $100 a month. And I'm using just random examples from the old days. $100 a month is your premium. If you were willing to pay a load or on top of that hundred, say, $60 a month. So you're paying 160 a fair amount more for that 100 At the end of a 10-year period, if you didn't have a claim, you've now got 100 a month, or let's call it $1,000 a year, and $600. So instead of 10000 and you've got $16,000 you paid in, Chris, are you with me so far? Yep. You get, without a claim, if you had no claim, you get 80% of that $16,000 back, which is a pretty healthy number, correct? You got it. I'm not punching a calculator this morning, but 80% of $16,000 means that you really, in essence, paid 20% for your disability insurance, give or take. I know everybody that's listening there today can do time value of money. There's a lot of different things that you can look at, discuss the money might have been better spent had you put it in the market. Well, had you put it in the market four weeks ago, Chris, would it have been better use of those dollars or with your premium refund dollars? <laughs> I mean, so you know, timing is everything is my point this morning. But I was I've always been a fairly active, healthy guy. I've also broken a lot of bones, had a hip replacement, quad tendon ruptures, four broken collarbones. I could go on and on and on, Chris, about all of the things. My nose looks this way for a reason. Took a few basketballs to the nose over time. I used to tell people that I was very active. As I got a few years older, my wife said, There's a huge difference between being extremely active, Mike, and a huge klutz. So I've had to rethink my super sporty, active guy, parachuter, mountain climber, all of those to maybe I am just a klutz. Point is, as I never really thought when I bought income protection from the beginning of time that I would ever really get disabled. So when I saw this premium refund option, I actually was the purchaser. And to this day, I've never had a claim. I've owned this particular disability contract. Well, I started with principal 26 years ago, so I've owned this contract for 26 years. I'm just a little ways away, knock on wood, Chris, of getting another check. But telling you how premium refund works, it's you just pay the money in and you get a check back check is not a 1099 check. It's a refund of premium. So it's just sent back to you after that period of time. Short story is I moved to Maryland. I was living in Baltimore, Maryland. I had to pay for my daughter's school. I'd moved. It was expensive to move. Wasn't thinking about anything. One day a check arrives in the mail to my house in Baltimore, Maryland, about the time I have to pay for my girl's tuition, which is fairly expensive. To make a short story long or a long story short, I received a check. From principal for my disability insurance, and you know those are the kind of checks, Chris, that you, you get the envelope, you just want to tear it in half, right, before you open it because it looks like junk mail, right? Absolutely, because everything is junk mail today. If it has an insurance logo on it or something like that, but because I obviously work for the organization, I opened it and there was a check for around thirty thousand dollars, tax free, to me, to do with whatever I wanted. Fortunately. That was enough and then some to pay my daughter's tuition for the year because I wasn't really sure where I was going to get that money. Um, I maybe thought about a home equity line of credit. I already had a line of credit, obviously. I have a personal line. I could have borrowed the money. But it was just because of the move and everything. At that very point in time, money was a little tight around the cocktail house for a few weeks, a couple of months maybe. It paid the tuition for the year. Happiest guy ever to have decided that I, need, I wanted protection when I needed it, cash back when you don't. I brought that up with my buddy, Mike, from many, many, many years ago. And I couldn't because I corporately had a job, phenomenal job, by the way, but there's a thing called compliance that you had to be careful with. And nobody really liked my term as a marketing or an advertising piece to use exactly what it is, protection when you need it, cash back when you don't, meaning if you don't use this contract, we will give you a very large sum of money back at the end of a certain stated period. Now, Chris, I think today's world, I'll ask this question of you. I think in today's world, there are a couple of companies that either are doing a premium refund type of option or are beginning to introduce a premium refund option. Do you by chance know who they might be?
1: Yeah, Mike, I know that for ever since I've run into them and all the way back to when you work with them, Illinois Mutual, uh, has, has a, uh, what is the proper term that they use? Cause they don't do it every 10 years. They do it at age
2: 65, correct? But they now call it premium refund option. Yeah. I don't remember what I called it. It had a different name because you got the money back at 65. But I got to tell you, I marketed the heck out of it. It was my number one. Product when I worked for Illinois Mutuals over 25 years ago, another fabulous organization. I sold the heck out of that stuff because people that I learned were more like me than not. I don't really think I'm going to use this. So if I don't use it, what do I get in return? And the analogy I gave you this morning about your house was the exact same sales tool I used in almost every seminar. Just think if your medical insurance did this, just think of your homeowners. Think if you went 10 years without an auto accident and they gave you 80% of your premiums back, that would almost be enough to buy a new car, Chris. So <laughs> again, we've from the very beginning of our conversation, we've always said, think of this risk protection package in the world of casualty insurance sometimes, and it begins to make more sense. So who's the other carrier? Yeah, Illinois Mutual is, and still has it to this day.
1: Let me go a little bit deeper with Illinois Mutual. Over time, what they have done is somebody buy a DI policy and maybe they don't buy the return of premium option. My understanding is that they make, after the policy is issued, they send a letter to the new insured and said, hey, look, you can buy the premium refund option. And at one point in time, they were getting over 40% of the people to buy it because for the very reasons we've talked about, people want protection in case they don't use it. And the greatest line that I've heard is that you know people talk about oh i'm gonna get a check is really what are what's somebody thinking at age 65 that the person's thinking oh man i'm gonna get a new bass boat right i mean so they're already thinking that if they can make it a 65 don't use it they're gonna they're, they're gonna go buy a toy right they're probably not going to use it for the retirement so illinois mutual has been very successful and has huge huge uptake when they make this offer now the new entrant into the marketplace is mutual of omaha is coming up with a new product in 2020 and their intention is is to have a return of premium uh, on their particular policy because let's face it Mike when you and I were growing up in this business companies like Maccabees, principal Pan American were aggressively marketing this concept and it was it just sold like hotcakes then obviously carriers went away from it and so to have a a named company like a Mutual of Omaha I mean that's that's a pretty good indication Uh, that there's a real good opportunity for us to be talking about it. And Mike, I want to make sure that, that we're very careful is, is that, you know, we're not here to try to, to talk about the specifics of how the Illinois Mutual product works or the pricing. And the same with Mutual of Omaha. Certainly you can go to your local BGA or agency specialist and he or she can get the details. But we just want to kind of plant the seed in terms of, Hey, here is, here is a way to address. That particular concern.
2: Well, Chris, very good point. Our whole idea of the podcast from day one was sales ideas. And this morning, the sales idea is as simple as protection when you need it, cash back when you don't. It's another option. Um, when you look at the interest rates and where your savings account passbook is today, what you receive on your passbook, it might not be so bad to have a forced savings plan. The worst thing that can happen is, as people used to say, because I had to combat this, as you did way back when Maccabees was still around, to combat it was, yeah, but you have to spend all that money. Imagine if you invested that money somewhere. There's a whole lot of yeah, what ifs, or as we like to refer to. Today is the 4th of May, right? Yes, sir. Today is May the 4th be with you. It is Star Wars Day. Um, Yeah, That's a lot of yeah buts. And what we need to talk about is... If you need it, you will still be extremely happy that you own an income protection policy in the event that you're never going back to work. Fair statement.
1: You know, it's a good point, Mike. And you know, we we, we hear this term, uh, and it's not necessarily specific to DI, but it's it's very close. About and you know, buy term invest the difference. The reality is, nobody ever invests the difference. They go out and they buy a new car. Correct. Right? And the same same thing is true with this return of premium concept. You know, nobody takes that money that somebody proposed to them, say that $60 a month, and puts it in a mutual fund. They go out and they, they, they buy a bass boat or whatever it happens to be. So nobody really buys term and invests the difference. So to your point is making them do something is really, and, and Mike, I'm guessing, and you were not pissed off that you got that $30,000 check, were you?
2: No, and I've got one more coming, Chris. I'm not exactly sure when, but I've got one more coming. So maybe it bokes in my future.
1: That would be, would be great. Now, Mike, let me, let me ask you this. I, I want to be very specific. So I'm going to play that doubting Thomas, if you will. And I'd like you, I'd like our listeners to hear exactly how you position this, if that's okay. Sure. So, Hey Mike, you know, I understand disability insurance, but I I don't know what's going to happen to me. And, you know, I could, I could pay premium for 30 years and never get anything in return. So why, why, why should I do this?
2: Chris, that's a really good point. The interesting thing about about this industry is you actually have choices. I, I probably should step back for a second and talk about your homeowner's insurance because you know what? You pay homeowner's insurance, correct? Every cool. year, year in and year out. Yep. Do you anticipate a flood or a fire for that homeowner's insurance to be actually paid you?
1: I'm hoping that it doesn't happen.
2: You're hoping that it doesn't happen. Let me ask you another question. It, same thing about income protection. Think about this as part of your risk protection package. If your homeowner homeowners, something you're used to paying, you're used to paying this. If it gave you back after 10 years of premium pays at $2,000 per year, you had to pay, I'm going to give you an easy number, $2,500 a year for 10 years instead of $2,000, and I gave you 80% of that $30,000 back at the end of 10 years, and your term would start over, would you consider that yes or no?
1: I I like the sound of that because I really don't think
2: I'm going to use it. So knowing I can get some money back would be good. This is exactly the option that can be available to you in the world of income protection or disability insurance, as it's called by the industry. And what it says is exactly what I just told you. Remember, I'm talking to you about the, the most uninsured asset probably on the planet that should be insured without question. And that's that bag of money that not only allowed you to get the house, but it also, Chris, if you think about this, allowed you to pay the insurance premiums to make sure the house doesn't burn down. If it does, you're going to get paid back. Correct? Correct. So why would you not want to do the exact same thing with that giant bag of money that you earn every single year? because I know it's a big bag of money. And when you tell somebody it's a big bag, Chris, you're complimenting that person. It doesn't care how much they make. If I say small bag of money, you think I'm a jerk, right? So think about how you say things. Chris, that's a big bag of money. Every single year that you get, why would we not want to ensure that? And in the event you don't use anything, in other words, that bag of money isn't sacrificed, you don't get hurt or sick, and that bag of money stays where it is, I'm gonna give you 80% of all premiums paid, to guarantee that bag over a period of time if you need it it's there the insurance would be there when you need it as I've always said protection when you need it cash back when you don't do you understand the concept I got it that's pretty much all it takes if someone says I don't want to spend the extra money Chris you can always step back and resort to well you can do it without this rider as well the choice is yours it can help you assume a close by the way you don't want to spend that then we'll just spend this just like your homeowner's insurance still have to do it that's the idea you still have to do it just giving you options
1: well Mike you said something uh, on several of our episodes and it kind of goes to what you just said is give them the opportunity to start shaking their head get that bobblehead going and get them give them the opportunity to say yes because so often is we're trying to jam something down somebody's throat and I think you know what you talked about with this particular episode was just having a conversation addressing a common concern that people have and give them the opportunity to say yes to, in your example, the $160 a month premium. Or if they, if that's too much to bite off, do the hundred, you know, or if they want to do 80, but it's, it's something I re, I'm, I'm mindful of what Bob Herman said in a previous episode. You know, nobody ever gets pissed off from when they receive that claim check. They never are mad. And so I think that's what we need to do is because so many people don't have anything that we need to make sure that they have something, but we've now given them a way to address this. What if I pay all those premiums and I never get disabled?
2: Chris couldn't agree more. Someday we'll probably do contract language and nobody will tune in, but we're going to continue down the path of sales ideas and concepts so that we can try. Our goal is to get everybody eligible to have income protection.
1: That's a great goal. Well, Mike, on that, it's a great note to to close. I really want to thank you for your input today. I can't wait wait to our next episode.
2: Kristen, thank you. Always fun working with you and enjoy the week. Thanks. Great.